Welcome to Toad's Recall, the podcast where we talk about a movie we don't remember too well. Then we watch that movie, eat two pizzas, two salads. Thank you, patrons. And come back feeling satisfied. Yes. Hunger-wise. Yes. Maybe culturally and artistically-wise based on the movie. I, I, I don't know what the split is. On feeling good or not? It's probably mostly not good. <laughs> mostly not good. Usually <laughs> feel bad. Then... I just want to be clear. I still objected pizza talk, even if you like put it under the guise of also popular culture talk. It's still problematic. This is talk about our feelings. Yeah. Oh. This is feeling. Wait, we talk. can talk about pizza if you want. Yeah. No, we don't. Stop. Okay, uh, keep going. Keep going. You were doing so pizza. well. Then we eat pizza. Are we, is it yeah. true that we are switching up the vegetarian to meat ratio this uh, time? Ooh, uh, yes. there's rumors <laughs> that there will be a larger vegetarian than meat pizza this time. And I don't know how that's going to pan out. Yeah. Stick around for the second half. Yeah. Jaquette's bet, there's going to be enough pizza <laughs> for the vegetarian. At You're the writing table. that down? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we talk about what we've learned about the movie, the pizzas, uh, life. Liberty, Justice. pursuit of happiness. <laughs> oh, I went the other way. Yeah, wow. My name is Dan. I'm Molly. I'm also Dan. And I'm Beth. And our movie this episode is Office Space. Yes. Office Space, Office Space. <laughs> Everybody come to the Office Space. There'll be work. There'll be stuff. Profits will be made or not. That's kind of how it works. Yep. Business. 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 Starring Ron Livingston. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so cute in this. And Jennifer Aniston. Oh, yeah. So much flair. In a surprising role. I don't know. I don't think it's that surprising. <laughs> like, it's it's just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Rachel and her job at Central Park. Yeah, right. that's true. Is it? But here's why I'm always, like, su- surprised and pleased. Mm-hmm. This movie is great, mm-hmm. or so my memory tells me. Jennifer Aniston does a Great job. Yeah. Or so I remember. <laughs> friends is like, like the, I'm going to make up all this friends heads out there getting mad. It's like the middle of the road. Here's a sitcom that we executed well. Mm-hmm. And it's like, blah. Yeah, but you just said executed Dude. well. Sure. Yeah. Like, I would hold up friends to Big Bang Theory any yeah. day of the yeah, week. Yeah, for oh, sure. I put those in the same Oh my god, not even close. You watch, then you talk. Because <clears throat> I'm saying it yeah. is wow. I bet if we rewatch Friends from a modern lens, we would feel probably about as we feel about Big Bang Theory now. Yeah. I guess so. Mm. I don't. I, can I just say? Cause if I, our Patreon reaches $1,000 a month, yeah. we will start another <laughs> podcast yes. that's just watching episodes of Friends together. And Big Bang Theory. Back like one and one. Yeah. We start oh. episode one and episode one, and then we just go for it. I love that. Trademark, don't steal it. Yeah. Our show idea, first give us money. <laughs> anyway. That's how podcasts work. Yep. Oh, man. I derailed you. It's fine. I was going to talk more about television, but I can see how you don't care about that. I think I... I think I understand where Dan's coming from because I feel like when this movie came out, it was sort of just like all of them, at least to me, I mean, when I was whatever age I was when this movie came out, which I'm assuming is like the mid nineties. Well, a big part of this movie is the Y2K bug. Ah, so mid to late nineties, 97, 98. Whoa. 
I'm gonna say 99. My Oof. guess is gonna be way off. I was as I was driving over here, I was thinking 2004. You know, you can change wow. your guess like after you've driven to record the podcast, right? Well, no, because that's not fair. To listen oh, to it, not listen fair. To your guesses, then be like, I guess it's probably around the year that you did. But that's what I do. That's what I, I guess, do too. I would guess I saw the movie in 2004. Okay, oh, that's okay. bet. I watched the movie in 2004. That's great. I might have also watched. Wait, uh, yeah, I might have also watched the movie in 2004. I didn't see this movie till college. Yeah, right. I definitely didn't see it when it came out. I don't know if anybody did. I think this movie didn't do well in theaters. I mean, right? it was a no. Mike Judge vehicle, so statistically, no. Yeah. Right? No, oh. sadly, I don't think I saw it in theaters. I think I saw it on VHS, DVD, something like sure, that. Sure, sure. You want to um, put a firm bet on that? <laughs> no, well, what does it matter? Like, how would I check that? Uh, how would we check that bet? Mm, we um, can check it. <laughs> I would assume DVD. Anyway, the point is, uh, I know that I watched it after I'd been working for some time. So mm. I was well out In of an office? Uh, yes. A wow. very office. Mm. And I'll say, I've watched it multiple times since that first time. Mm-hmm. And every time there's something else that delights me. For example, tonight, I'm really hoping um, that the Bobs hold up. The oh, consultants. the Bobs. Because I really didn't know. Bobs are great. Uh, and I didn't notice how great they were the first one or maybe two, three times I saw is, it. Is one of the Bobs... Uh, yes. Uh, you don't even know what he's saying. John C. McGinley. Yeah. Point he break. Is. I knew exactly rock. what he was saying. John C. McGinley. Yes. Yes. Ooh, and I don't think he's like an angry yelly. He's not. Guy. He wears glasses and like a pocket protector. He's usually an angry yelly guy. Yeah, he is. Ooh. Usually angry yelly. Mm-hmm. I've seen this movie one time. Whoa. Oh. What In do you com- remember about it? I remember the guy whose name you already said. Ron Livingston. Blandy McCansom. Uh, he's like the main guy. That's true. That's true. He, he like, I think he gets hypnotized or something and then is like, oh, all of capitalist society is a lie. I'm so enlightened. And he basically like breaks the office. Uh, Stephen Root, Stefan Root, however you pronounce it. He needs a stapler. That's a character he's had before this movie existed. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jennifer Anderson's in it. She works at something like TJ Fridays and is also disgusted with capitalism or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of downsizing and yelling at computers. And I think Gary Cole is his boss. Yes. yes. And he's great. Fucking Gary Cole. Because he just drinks coffee and is delightful. Because Gary oh, Cole is amazing. God, I can't um, tell you how many times. Oh, man, you guys. I can't tell you how many times. I would be walking through the office holding a mug, yeah. and I'd think about stopping at somebody's cube and asking them a question, and then I would go and put that coffee mug down, <laughs> because who could think of anything but Gary Cole? He's great. He's great. Yep. <laughs> I thought there was going to be more. Gary Cole. <laughs> Cole is great. Just in general? I think this was the first... This was... I didn't know who he was when I saw this movie. Agreed. Like, I didn't know his name mm-hmm. um, as an actor, and probably didn't for a while after I'd seen a few, and then I was mm-hmm. like... Oh shit, that's the guy from Office Space. Yep. Yeah. And then like three more times it was like, oh, his name is Gary Cole, and yeah. now I love him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I literally only knew who Stephen Root was when I saw this movie. Yeah. He's awesome. I recognize actors occasionally. Like John C. McGinley is one of those that guys. Yeah. And I think one of the, some of the other like office drones are like recognizable character actors that now I might know who all of them are. Who knows? Yeah. Stephen Root might be my ace of spades of that guy. <laughs> 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 that metaphor makes any no, sense. No, no, please explain what that means. Uh, in some ways of 
valuing cards, it's the most valuable card. Are you okay. going with the like U.S. military kill list deck of cards metaphor? Or... Oh, sure, maybe, okay. but not that I want to kill him. I understand, but, but I like him the most. <laughs> like high profile. I'm the most excited yes. by a Steven Root surprise appearance uh -huh. in mm. terms of your character actors that you're delighted sure. by. Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. Gotcha. He might be my number one. Yeah. Being he's, like, Ooh. He's pretty. And great. I clap my hands yeah. and get excited. Yeah. <laughs> He's great. He kills it every time. Gary Cole's up there. Yeah. Now that I know who he is, I yeah. agree. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't show up as much though in random no. shit. No. There's that also the other guy, okay. Um, I don't know his name at all, but he was in Napoleon Dynamite. Mm. He plays the neighbor who has like the long hair. I think he has long hair. That's oh, bad. Yeah. He has long hair. The neighbor. The construction worker neighbor. Yeah. Oh, in this movie. Yes. Yep. Um, but then in Napoleon <laughs> oh. Dynamite, he's like the he's like the karate instructor with Jesus. the America pants. Oh yeah. yeah. And then he's, and he's, he also used to be on Whose Line Is It Anyway a lot. Was he in the Drew Carey show? Yes. Yes. He's the oh wait, he wasn't on Whose Line Is It Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> he's on Drew Carey's other show. He's yep. not Ryan Styles. No. He's the other man oh, the friend. Oh, Dietrich yes. Mader or whatever. Yes. Oh. That is his name. D. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go yeah, with that. That sounds right. Dietrich. 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 Bader. I think so. Like B A D E R. Yeah. Watch out for your cornhole. He's in this movie? That's a line from him in this movie. Oh, great. Oh. <laughs> He's more of like the angry guy in this one, right? Like just aggressively uh, male guy. No? He's just kind of chill. Okay. He's super chill. He's like very male, but not in an aggressive way. I'm blending literally every character Beth just described into this movie, <laughs> so I have no idea. He's definitely that way. In Napoleon Dynamite. Sure. Yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Agree. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, We're all on board. Can I circle back around to you shitting on Dan for saying something about friends and generation? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So here's where I was coming from while also acknowledging when this movie may or may not have come out. I think what you're saying, Dan, and stop me if I'm wrong, is that it was sort of like a pleasant surprise because at that point, culturally, literally all of the friends were just the friends in the sense that they were like conventionally attractive uh talented enough comedic actors in a successful sitcom so then when one of them suddenly appeared in more of a like transgressive comedy you're sort of like oh cool they're actually funny you know what um, i mean yes. i see what you mean and, well and i think too uh you know jennifer aniston has just been through a lot she's been in a, in a lot of films that i think don't take advantage of what she's capable of doing Agreed. because it's much easier to make her a bridesmaid who trips down the aisle yeah. because she's paired with a dog or whatever i really but but hold what's on what's that movie that is like every movie no it's a really specific movie but there are a bunch of them where she's, she's marrying a, a dog no. no she's a bridesmaid for a dog's wedding no gee come on like really? there aren't enough grooms Oh, Man. the groomsman is a dog. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Anyway, the point is... Is that the name of the movie? No. <laughs> the groomsman is a dog. <laughs> but it's that, it's that caliber of film, and I think she's capable of a lot more, and she tried with uh, The Good Wife. She's done some other... It's not, the Good Wife is the name of a TV show, but it's something very similar to, like, to that. Um, so, yeah, she's done some other films, and she has greater range than what you get to see. Here's yeah. what I want to say about Friends. Yeah. <laughs> This is very important, okay. and I'm just going to go ahead and say it now, and we can use it at the future podcast if it gets funded on Patreon. Oh, right. Um, oh, yeah. But here's what, to me, was so interesting about Friends. I was very resistant to it when it first came out because I was around the right age, and it just seemed so manu uh, manufactured and manicured and created for yeah. someone, and like especially the coffee house part. like Everything about the description of that show made me angry. Mm. But then I finally watched it after like season one or something. Mm -hmm. And what I found fascinating about Friends is they would take the typical 
setup that you have for a sitcom and they would have the setup and the punchline but that punchline was always just a spike for a much better punchline that came after it ah. and if you especially if you look back at like welcome back carter or some of the older sitcoms like they've had this same rhythm for years and years and years and friends actually i think should get some credit for adding that third layer and then eventually all the writers i think got hired off by other shows <laughs> and then they just were basically like let's just have chandler do that thing where he flaps <laughs> his arms and monica can be kind of weird and mean mm -hmm. and that was it they stopped writing it yeah. but i think there were some golden years where it actually was a pretty spectacular show sure and if anybody wants to fight me on it friends nerds tweet do yeah. i say tweet at tweet yeah. at us at what with i don't disagree wait <laughs> You at Totes Recall Pod. Yes. This is our Twitter account. Let's circle back around for a second. Thank you for caring about our social media. <laughs> at Totes Recall Pod. And then ha what's the hashtag yeah, you want? I don't know. You're right. Molly, Jennifer, Aniston. I thought you wanted them if they wanted to fight you, they should tweet at Oh, us. that's where I started. But then I was like, who would fight me on that? That Friends is great? <laughs> that Friends great. Thanks. Whoever's got my back that it's, um, it's, fine. it's a generic... Well-executed sitcom, which is not. Like, no, that's not a burn. Like I watched it. I watched it all right? the time when it came out, but I also probably would think that it's just a well-executed sitcom. Yeah, I guess when you say generic, it makes me think that you're like, oh, it was okay. Yeah, I feel like you're just I think saying it was it's the a best sitcom. of its generation. I don't know. I don't have. Maybe I've never been blown away by a sitcom. Maybe. Is that true? Well, <laughs> for know. sure you have three camera sitcom though. It's yeah. harder to be blown away by, I think. Seinfeld? Ugh. Like Seinfeld a lot. Yeah, I also it's a three like camera. I was just thinking mm -hmm. about that today. But that is also like the anti-sitcom sitcom. Yeah. It's kind of its own thing. I think Dan effectively dance-blamed my <laughs> surprise and appreciation about Jennifer Aniston in this movie. Awesome. Here's a thing about sitcoms and the movie that we're watching. Great. Great. Uh, I think I watched this movie right before I started watching The Office. Mm -hmm. And then I got really into oh. office humor, but I was in high school. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is so you bad. Just office really humor. I, I'm like, oh, this, I was like excited to go to work. I was like, all these like characters. No. Sweet, yeah. Sweet summer child. <laughs> and, then I, and then I found the truth. Oh, no. I was like, oh, it's going to be fun. They'll be like, you'll like connect with someone at work and have your BFF that you joke with and... Everybody will be happy all the time. Oh, that's so that's sad. what neither the show nor this movie is yeah. about. No, right? well, I mean, Friends. Nope. No, <laughs> that the was, Office. The Office. Which Office? Jim and Pam. Oh, yeah. Or okay. Can Jam? I just say Jim? <laughs> Wait, it's still Jim? Think. No, it's Tim. Tim. Tim and what's her name? Dawn. Dawn. For the Dawn British version. Tim. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Oh. Judging. Now who's judgy about Sicko? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing about the British version. Too English for when you. When I first watched the British version, there's like a Christmas special that yep. was like the last episode, yes. and I didn't know it existed. So I thought it just ended with him asking her out on a date, and then she says no, and that was the end of the series. Honestly, that kind of would have been awesome. <laughs> wow. For like maybe like three years, I thought that that was the fact. That's great. Spoiler yeah. alert for anyone who's just now watching <laughs> series two of The British Office. See, I, I feel like The Office initially... Oh, shoot. What are we talking about? We're talking about we Office Space. We should be talking about Office Space. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so this is true of Office Space as well. This I think is a good initially... incentive for people to get up to $1,000 Patreon levels <laughs> if they want to have more hashtag sitcom talk on our spinoff podcast. Yeah. Big Bang Friends? 
Big friends bang. <laughs> Big friends bang. <laughs> Boom. That's it. We'd get so many followers. Yeah. Some of them would be retained. I'm excited. I almost might want to cancel this current podcast. No. Transfer over. No, it's my job to say we should do something different. Oh, okay. <laughs> Oh, I was going to make such a great point. Okay, office space. Yes. Um, it started out making the workplace better and more fun because you had this kind of uh, inside joke, right? But at a certain point, it actually made it worse because then you couldn't go to like a cake cutting thing and have people passing a piece of cake without someone bringing up office space. Mm. You oh, know? Like, got like more at it? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> like, somebody's got a case of the Mondays. Like, if you didn't want to shoot somebody before this movie came out for saying that, you certainly had that. It like made a movie that was culturally, you could like reference in the workplace yes like oh yeah we've all seen this movie and can relate to it because we work in an office yeah. it's true i thought you were gonna say it made it worse because dirty because um <laughs> uh it's it's so good at being a true movie like there's a lot of a lot of truth bombs watch yeah, out viewers <laughs> this is a truth bomb movie Uh-oh. oh um man. i'm just like really like reflecting uh, the terribleness of generic office life in a really poignant way, I think. And so that's why I thought you were going. Oh, I'm man. Like, oh, it's funny, but also like, oh, bummer. I have to work. <laughs> oh, can I tell you? Okay, this is a little vulnerable. Speaking of terrible and The Office, I promise I'll go back to the movie in just a second. But the show The Office. Uh-huh. Um, the one you like or the British one? The one I like. Okay. Um, so, but like the whole thing or maybe like the first like three, four seasons. Okay, all right, all right. Uh, so everybody understands about the boss, Steve Carell. And Steve Carell's major flaws are that he thinks he's funny and he makes jokes. Yeah. He forces his employees to listen to his jokes. Yeah. And he just generally thinks he's a lot cooler than he is um and so it was my first job where i had many people reporting to me and um it was kind of a rough situation it was post-merger and it was it was kind of messy and i was a new manager and and just doing my best uh and of course i'm a hilarious person you guys all know that (laughs) no question um yeah and i went by this one guy's cube one day and he had just put up a picture of steve carell as the boss outside of his cube Hmm. With like some caption on it and i was like that's for me like it was straight up like serious f-bomb uh and i couldn't really disagree with him that's the thing uh no no uh I, I can't i still can't talk about <laughs> so he put a, a a poster and it was obviously he was saying to everybody like like isn't, isn't our this boss character like our boss yeah molly chase yeah yeah Rough. why else would he put that up on the wall right? yeah it was pretty it was pretty that's bold direct. That is it was bold, bold. Beal, bold it was beal bold man yeah. Yep. yeah and it was it was a good calculated guess because there was nothing i could do about it without like being terrible yeah right plus yeah. i was the cool boss like right. the cool boss so i mean in hindsight i probably like had i had the improv training that i have now mm-hmm. i think i probably could have pounced on that as a game yeah and we could have either had a lot of fun or a terrible time yeah. with it. But, but as way, it was, I just sort of slunk away. Could you have like just put up like a picture of Dwight? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Like, you're the terrible employee? Oh, but man. also you can't because the power dynamic. You can't because the power <laughs> dynamic. And that's the thing I think I didn't understand when I started working. 
at all that when you're the boss, like, and that's what I think the office gets at in this really incredible way. And to some degree, also the movie that we're supposed to be talking about office space <laughs> where, where the, 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 because of the power dynamic, you don't get to joke the way. Like when you're making jokes, you're basically forcing people to listen to your humor. Yeah, it, which is totally different than if you're a colleague. Which is the thing that Jim goes through in the, in the office when he becomes the boss. You guys, we should just watch The Office. <laughs> the all, entire series. All of it. Start tonight. <laughs> if we get two thousand, yeah. we'll start a third podcast that is watching the British and the American offices side yeah. by side. Side by side, and then after a while, after two seasons, a couple of the episodes, you'd be like, "These are the exact same yes. episodes." Yeah. Oh, it's, that's fair. Anyway, the main character in Office Space has a lot of bosses. <laughs> Interesting. Yes. That's one of his complaints when oh. he goes before the Bob. And TPS report. TPS oh, report. Can I just say, in improv, no one has a report that's not a TPS report, and this movie came out in what 99 have you ever noticed that something like that I, this movie's got a long tail because of its truth yeah. should i not have outed myself as an improviser i'm starting to regret it already why, why? haven't we already done Doesn't that everyone know that i don't know maybe they didn't maybe they were like that's how we know each other we all do improv and we're hilarious <laughs> yeah. check out our shows if you're in the minnesota <laughs> twin cities area at certain times of the year <laughs> But I will say, like, seriously, I've taught a lot of classes. I've watched a lot of improv. And whenever somebody's in a workplace scene, they walk up to somebody and say, you got to fill out this TPS report. I've literally never heard them. Oh, I've heard it so many times. Except apparently when I watched this movie over 10 years ago. Really? (laughs) Yeah. What does TPS stand for? That paper service. I think it's a generic acronym. (laughs) Yeah. I don't, maybe that'd be a good Easter egg that I don't know. Tweet at us. Hashtag, what that TPS? Oh, speaking of Easter egg, I have a prediction thing that I really oh, enjoy good. that I didn't notice till the third or fourth time I watched it. Great. The icon, like the sculpture that's outside of the building, is uh, a square peg in a round hole. Ah. Oh. It's pretty ah. great. That's nice. good. It's pretty great. Um, I want to bring it back to Improv and Friends for a second. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Sorry to everyone who's excited that we were talking about Office Space. Oh, my favorite movie. I'm so excited that they're going to talk about it. We'll do the second half. Um, this is the preamble. I do an improv show called Comedy Sports. Oh, my Where we get a God. lot of suggestions. And still, now, and children are doing it, are saying, like, TV show, Friends. Yeah. Wow. Like, 12-year-olds. Yeah. Like, we're still watching Friends? Netflix.com. I guess. Don't like, you remember when it came on Netflix bl- and there were like one billion think pieces about it for the next two months? I don't remember that. Oh, well, that's I what do. happened. Everybody remembers. Yeah. Anyway. Most of them were, hey guys, it turns out people were more biased and bigoted in the 90s. <laughs> what? what a surprise. Uh, will there be any racial insensitivity in Office Space, the movie that this episode is about? I can't think of any people of color in this movie. Oh, no, there oh, is yeah. one. There's like one yeah, guy. Indian um, dude. Programmers? Yeah. Nah, not gonna, not gonna, not gonna work here anymore. Is the joke about his name? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's a character who's racially insensitive. Michael Bolton. Michael Bolton. Yes. I the feel other like character. if I mean, if most of Mike Judge's stuff is the indicator, and if the I remember the tone of this movie correctly, I feel like the racial insensitivity will be the humor is the racial insensitive like the characters who are racially insensitive are going to be the butt of the joke yes. yeah i believe that is true because they're well. i rap the only thing yeah like i remember there's that there's a completely unnecessary but delightful moment in this movie that i remember where blandy mccansom or maybe one of the other guys i don't remember <laughs> is like blasting rap music and then a couple of black dudes come down the street and he like turns down the music it's michael and yes. locks his doors 
Michael Bolton. Yeah. It's delightful. Oh, I forgot about the opening. So good. Traffic. It's yeah. the worst. Um, <laughs> speaking of sensitivity to vulnerable groups. Yep. Back to Wallace test. Yes. Oh. So vulnerable women. I am so worried. I don't know that this is going to pass. <laughs> I cannot picture. I think maybe Jennifer Aniston has a coworker who's a female. Maybe no, she. No, it's definitely no. a dude. Well, I know He's it's like, a dude as her manager. Look at all my flair. You got to wear more flair. That, that guy's guy. also a dude. That. Yes, no, I totally remember that, but I feel like she has one other coworker who kind of buys it. She has three coworkers. Not at a fri- Fridays. Could <laughs> 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 not say Friday. Oh, is that that's kind of a funny thing? Like it's making fun of TJIA Fridays, yeah, mm-hmm. and that's like a work thing that people say all the time. Oh, just made that connection. They're actually at Flingers. Flingers. It's called Flingers. Dan's bet. Restaurant is called Flingers. But it. It's Fridays. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Molly's bet. There's that jump to conclusions yeah. joke. We're just gonna blow right past Bechdel Wallace. Oh, uh, we. Oh. I think no. I vote. I. I'm. I want to be wrong, but I think no. No. Oh, okay. We all think no. I. Yeah. No. Oh, I want to be wrong so badly. No, I can't. I don't think there's two named female characters. No. Yeah. What? No. Well, there's definitely. Oh, okay. No, there's, there's the receptionist. There's, and. I think, is there another woman in that scene where he gets hypnotized? Isn't there like a couple he, he has a girlfriend who's not cool. No. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. I wonder if that's going to be more painful this time a, out. No, the therapist has, or the... The therapist is a, a dude. Attack. He has a heart attack, and that's why he's stuck in the trance. Yeah. yeah why can't... Why is can't he you just have a woman therapist? Like, would it be that hard? Can you just... Are you, you talking just, to all of Hollywood right yes. now? Yes. Twister yeah. has one. Yeah. Oh, I know. Oh, oh. <laughs> do not bring up Twister <laughs> unless you want to talk. No, uh, you know what I'm saying though. Like it would be so easy to make it past the Bechdel Wallace test. Yeah, it'd be it easy to be. make any movie past that's, the yeah. Bechdel. That's always the point. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm just. We've discovered the point of the test. Oh. oh. Uh, I just want to say I know that's the point of the test. Okay. I just. I Can guess we explain the, it to you? No. Oh, <laughs> no, you did not. Uh, no, but I just, I, I, I think it, it speaks maybe to the optimism in me that maybe I am deep down like every Reese Witherspoon character that's ever existed in every movie. Like, I always think things are going to work out okay if I just work hard enough. Hmm. You know? And, and, and so, yeah. So and I you have, working hard enough is going to be to watch this movie? No. No, I just, uh, I just have the sense of optimism, oh, right? Okay. And so I always am hoping that I'm wrong on the Bechdel wall. Sure, test, I think and we all are. Just yeah. always vindicated. Uh, we know what I'm saying. The opposite of vindicated. <laughs> Unvindicated. Unvindicated. <laughs> Another woman thing to talk about. Oh. Um, Toad's Heads will remember two episodes ago we got into whether or not Jennifer Aniston's character was lying or not about the fact that she liked Kung Fu, this show. Oh, right. Uh, yes. I believe Molly came down that she was an actor. And so was lying about liking kung fu. Wait, what? That's my memory of it. Yeah, I don't sure trust. That's what it was. First of all, I want to say I don't trust any of your memories about anything. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. Yeah. No, I think that's a misunderstanding. I think I was trying to convey that in this movie they're trying to convey uh, or, or make uh, Jennifer Aniston the ideal woman, and the easiest shorthand for a dude's version of the ideal woman is a woman who loves kung fu. That was my point. No, oh. mm. I can't claim that i said it well i said it well just now so yeah Yeah. i also feel like i also i just want to point out that gertie is a dog (laughs) and gertie is in the room with us and so if you hear whining in the background or hear dan say gertie he's not talking to me or beth which would be weird which would be so weird but yeah if this were your first time tuning in you'd be like wow 
Who's Gertie? Which yeah. one was she? She's really vocal about office space. Yeah. yeah. She used to be quiet. Yep. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I believe $200 Patreon level is soundproof. <laughs> That's not a joke. Neither is Big fa- big Friends Bang. I would do that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I would absolutely um, do that. Okay, I have a couple bets yes. that I want to throw Great. out there. Oh. One, the stapler is red. Oh, yeah. yeah. come on. Okay, so the three the three guys, they get mad at their office oh, yeah. situation. Yeah. I guess we and they're like, about the plot we're going to steal some money from the company. Yeah. I feel like I nailed yeah. the plot, right? Thematically more. Yeah. Well, yeah, they said they're going to steal some money. Yeah. Then they realize they're going to get caught. Yeah. And then somebody starts the building on fire and everything's fine. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a... There's like the guy... Deus ex machina. I don't know if my Latin's good enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's good enough for us. <laughs> I think, if I understand that term right and remember the movie well enough... The movie... Office space. Oh, this movie, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Deus? Probably Deus Ex. Who cares? Yeah. Come at me, Greek heads. Latin heads? <laughs> Latin heads. Whatever. Oh, boy. Old, old language heads. Yeah. Oh, no. uh, O-L-H. But it's like a thing. Oh, I'm out of my depth here. A, a, a device that comes in and just like resolves everything yes. sort of out of nowhere. But it's yes. not that out of nowhere because he kind of mumbles that he's going to burn the building down a lot. Sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Yes. It's bed. like when God it's just appears and solves it for you. That's yeah. what it means. And they tell you not to do it oh, in screenwriting. God from mm-hmm. a machine. Yes. It God comes from, from machine? Yeah, it comes from... Uh, ancient theatrical. They put him in a basement. Sad. Yeah, it is sad. Yeah. But uh-huh. he gets to burn the building down. <laughs> Just oh, there's that amazing scene where they like <coughs> smash the computer or no the printer. fax machine, the printer, because the printer. Dance printer. So Molly's bet fax like, machine. Oh, what if it's a combo? Dan's bet combo. <laughs> okay, this I is 99. I don't know. Isn't this supposed to be a larger company with money? Uh, or that 90, once had money? Uh, well, if you had a larger company, you would have a giant copy machine and you have a separate fax machine. That didn't come in until like the 2000s. Well, I was in college at this point, so who knows? So you wouldn't know. No, I wouldn't. Well. You were just... Downloading Eve Six albums from Napster. <laughs> <Yep. laughs> oh man! Uh, I'm Probably sorry. True. At my corporate job, one time the coffee machine went down, and uh, we had this really amazing uh, executive assistant in our department who was from Los Angeles, and she was super cool. Uh, but also, she just saw the world differently, and so we'd get these like little glimpses. And one of them was I was in the break room grabbing coffee in the same room with a copier, and. She was like, well, the copier's down. And I was like, oh, okay. She's like, the reason is Mercury's in retrograde. Oh, no. <laughs> and there was this great moment, this great pause. And I've never been good at hiding what's happening inside my brain. <laughs> my face shows everything. And I'm sure it was something judgy and terrible. But anyway, I had some weird look on my face. And she was like, Molly, I'm going to call the repairman. I'm just telling you why. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess great. great, good balance. It was awesome. Good so work-life great. balance. Um, yeah, I guess she was fired the next day. No, no. Oh gosh, she outlasted me by oh, a while. Probably because she had the right she had the Jupiter right. powers <laughs> or whatever. Prograde. Yeah. Well, the opposite of retro. Who knows? Who cares? Futuro. Come no. at me, astrology <laughs> heads. Yeah. Tweet us. Hashtag. What that? Not retro. <laughs> Not my best. I feel like I ruined it. I feel like my earlier attempts just like, 
put a wrench in the hole. Ruined make what? Up the hashtag. Astrology? We're, we're, yeah. like, we're like in a hole now. Yeah. Is that the saying? Can't even just say regular things. <laughs> our salad days are behind us. Yeah. Our salad days are in a hole. Yeah. Our yep. Salad <laughs> hole. Salad hashtag hole. Salad hashtag hole. salad hole. Hashtag salad hole. If you ever think that you have a better hashtag than something we have, <laughs> just say the hashtag and then hashtag salad hole. Yes. I yeah. love it. Tweet right. at us. Yep. And then if we approve, we'll retweet with a salad emoji. <laughs> And a hole emoji? Is there is exist? a hole emoji. There is? Yes. Oh, okay. my God. Can't wait for salad holes. <laughs> Culture is dying. Is that just a black dot? Is that the black dot? No, it's a hole. Why don't you have, a, like, a, like, a donut hole? Like, an actual hole? It is a hole How can you tell emoji? it's a hole? Yeah. I'll show you right okay, now. Okay, well, we'll why, don't we, why don't we wait for the Save break? it for the, yeah, I'll yeah. save it for the break. If someone Best has a good... bet there's a hole emoji. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Great. I feel like I could tell you everything about that happens in this movie from beginning to end. I've seen it so many times. Great. Great. I'm but glad we'll that out. we are completely uh, dismantling the premise of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Better move uh, on to Big Bang Friends. Big yeah. Friends Bang. I mean, I guess this is sort of like down. a transgressive episode if Molly is the one who remembers it the most. Yeah. Oh, Ooh. interesting. Weird. Is transgressive just... the word I want to use? I don't know. Mm. I mean, as salad hole. Yeah, how many? <laughs> so angry. Uh, how many salad holes uh, do you think you're gonna get? Is salad hole good or bad? Uh, yeah, it's a it's a usual scale of one to five. But instead of using stars, we use something else, and I chose salad hole. All right, um, wait a woman explain the podcast. <laughs> An office tension happening today. I mean, but not the good kind. No, like the there's good like office a, tension. Uh, Jim, Jim and Pam. Pam. That's sexual, oh, tension. sexual tension. Come on, that's the good office that tension. That is a good office tension. I mean, I guess if there's gonna be any. Uh, I don't know, three. Wow, wow, that oh. is really low. I don't. I watched this movie once. Comedies don't always hold up. I know nothing about this movie. Cowardly three. <laughs> I guess millions of Americans are just wrong. Yeah. Great. Uh, Is that the point of us rating the movie? We assume how America feels about the film? America gives this film three. Yeah, I thought we were betting on our own, our own no, personal... We are. I, I was, mean, I can look up the IMDb rating right a, now. I think <laughs> America probably gives us like 4.1? Maybe. Probably. Yeah. Is that your bet? No, Let's I see it on Rotten 4. Tomatoes. 4.1 out of 5 or 4.1 out of 10? Because IMDb five. is a 10 IMDb scale. 10. Uh, this is great. Dan's bet IMDb score is uh, 7.9. Nice. Okay, great. Oh my goodness. Gertie disagrees. Beth, what do you give this movie then? Gonna, or IMDb? If uh, you want to on that. Okay. Um, 7.9 seems good. I'll, I'll go with you on that. Oh, but what were you thinking on the drive over? Oh, great question. Oh, oh 20. Wow. Um, I'm going to say 5. Oh, and I feel like answer. now that I've it worked in places, I'm gonna. This is gonna really feel too real in a good way. I'm gonna really enjoy it. I'm gonna enjoy the humor more than when I enjoyed it in high school. Yeah. So like really be like, oh yeah, <laughs> I can see that happening, and oh, I feel you. Yeah. What's his name? Blandy. Blandy Mc. Blandy McHandsome. Yeah, I think okay. that's what I call him. Yep. So good in Sex and the City too. The so movie. Good. Also. No, not the movie. The TV show. Was Sex he in the City the movie? also. Also. Okay. I yes. I see what you're saying. The movie Sex and no, the City. No, I'm too. never talking about the movie Sex and the City too. Dan, how many uh, salad holes? <laughs> Five salad holes is the right answer. Wow. <laughs> this is a great movie. Holds up. Eternal truths about the 
ongoing torture that is employment. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, the only thing that might drop at a half point is if I get sad that I have to have a job. Yeah. And that overcomes how good the movie is. Yeah. But five is my. That's. I wouldn't even call it a bold bet. That's. Wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, I'm so worried for you. <laughs> um, I'm gonna give it four salad holes, mm-hmm. and here's the reason. I'm going to try to protect myself against disappointment because I've seen it so many times and I've loved it so much. And each time I've seen it, I found some other element that I hadn't noticed before. But mm-hmm. how many times can that happen? Right. Like, you know, are you also turns worried every time? That's why it should be six salad holes. Are you also worried that it's going to be like the Bring It On episode and I inevitably <gasps> make you feel worse about the movie? Oh, no. Yeah, no, I mean, I think that is entirely possible because I loved Bring It On. And same thing happened with Tokyo Drift. Oh, man, I should probably give it two. I'm going to be bold for my situation and go with four. Okay. Uh, IMDb, 7.4. Oh. Oh. You believe America is feeling worse about this movie? I feel like over time it resonates less. Sure. Right? And then all the really good jokes, people have already heard another person tell them, so they don't... You know, it's not, like, fresh and new and funny. It's also possible that a lot of, like, uh, corporate plants have gone in and flooded the rating system to lower the uh, average. Like they did with uh, With Ghostbusters remake. Yes, and like they did with a movie Oh, really? That's a real thing? Yeah, Yeah. like a movie that was just made about the Armenian genocide got, uh, like, low rating stormed by a bunch of Turkish people or turkish robots i'm not clear on that look it up it's fascinating wow i have a late bet okay yeah sorry uh (laughs) i forgive you no apology needed i i can do you all forgive me yes uh handsome face finds out that at a at an office party that jennifer aniston had a relationship with his boss and then but not really yeah. Lumbered. Lumberton. Lumberton. Yep. Then there's a whole thing about an Is it O Lumberton? face. Lumberg. Lumberg. What? Yeah. What about faces? There's a thing about an O face. That's the like quote. Oh. That yeah. Maybe that I'd be uncomfortable with the sexual content. I should bring it a three. Uh, I'll stick with four. You've seen this movie multiple times. I know, but different things bother me. <laughs> it's a blanket statement. <laughs> And with that, we'll hit pause. We're going to go watch Office Space, and we'll be right back. And we're back. We just watched one hour and 29 minutes yeah. of nostalgia. Should I do it again? <laughs> yes. Yes, but don't cut this out. Yes. We just watched one hour and 29 minutes of nostalgia and fun and some bittersweetness. And rap music. And yeah. a lot of rap music. A lot of rap. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's our podcast. That's our- <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, First just, off, yeah. there was enough vegetarian pizza. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, everyone, yeah. Everyone who had dietary restrictions, I felt, seemed satisfied. Uh, I had both. A veggie slice and a meat slice, and I was satisfied. I had several slices of the meat pizza because I knew most people were not going to eat that pizza. Mm. I feel there's already been too much pizza talk. We well, had it this was, was a, the first bet, 
and no one else is saying anything, so I jumped yeah. right in. Yeah, first bet. Yeah, uh, achieved. I mean, the listeners were dying to know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, would you say this movie came out in 1999? I would say that, and it's true. <laughs> so I was right. Great. Yeah, I was right also, yes? I didn't write down that you bet. Oh, come on. But maybe you did. I bet 2004. Sure right did. on. Sure did. Did you watch it in 2004? Yeah. Confirmed. Great. Great. Seth I mean, and I are the big winners. For the in night. my brain. Yeah. Yep. Perfect. Um, this movie was great. John C. B. Gilly so was good. in it. Yeah, yes. he was. That guy. So great. One of that guy's. Yeah. He um he doesn't play an angry man. He was so good. He crushed it. Uh, he played, Wait, which yeah, was he? Was he with the Bobs? He was one of the Bobs. He was the Bob with the suspenders. Slidell. Oh. Oh my God, he was amazing. They were both was, good. They like, were. You guys, the Bobs delivered so hard for me. They crushed. Yeah. I really, so yeah, Molly really loved that. Yeah, scene. to the point I mean, where I thought I was scene, missing but... something in the background, <laughs> yeah. like no. a like an animal or something. <laughs> your, your level of delight, and I was also delighted, but your level of delight made me feel like I was like I was watching a different scene. Yeah, <laughs> like there was a cat in like a little sailor's outfit in the background. <laughs> oh, that would have been good. He was yeah. like typing on a typewriter. Yeah. Oh, that would be so Writing a letter to the editor. Correcting code. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, no, it's just their cadence, their delivery, oh. the hand gestures. Mm. Oh, yeah. They are so... Air quotes are so... Oh, they're... So they're oh, everything about them, the way they just beamed at, each other. At, at Ron Livingston at by the end, yeah. like, it's just so spot on. Yeah. And, and this movie actually made me nostalgic for a more innocent time when they would just use the word downsize. Nobody was talking about right-sizing. What? That's yeah. something people say? People call it, talk about right-sizing. That's sizing, horrible. Which is like vomit-inducing. That's yeah. like actually aggressively offensive towards the people that they get rid of. Yeah, absolutely. Like, and oh, then, well, you're causing this to be the wrong size. Oh, man. <laughs> and there was some executive, I can't remember what he said. It was like something like... Was it like movie to, or in real no, life? No, in real life. Oh. It was something like, um, we, we aren't saying that we're right-sizing... But we are adjusting, <sighs> which is just like barfatorium. Like no, no one doesn't know what's going on. Right. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. You're like we're firing people to make more money. Yeah, because <laughs> we're a business, and that's how businesses do. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, because the whole thing about corporate culture is that you are just a cog that can be replaced, and in some ways, I think that's why corporations minimize. Uh, people who are particularly excellent in any one given way because they're harder to replace. Mm. Yeah, you can't. So if you can mm -hmm. just dilute it, it's sort of like with coffee, you know, Folgers is really consistent. Yeah. And has been consistent forever. And the way that they do that is that they count on a certain amount of great beans and a certain amount of shitty beans uh -huh. and they do a blend. Yeah. So it's always mediocre. And I think that's how corporations work too. Like they have to get rid of some of the nice beans. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, it's just that nice beans... You know, you just can't get too dependent on them because they'll leave for other coffee places. Yeah. Like, they'll be thrown into a nicer blend of coffee. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's harder to get new nice beans? Well, yeah. You're going to lose your nice beans to a place that has a much nicer cafeteria. Right. Uh, and better benefits. So, it's just better to lower the quality of your product. Yeah. And, like, who knows what's going to happen during that transition period when you have nothing but shitty beans. Right? Yeah. Mmm. Shitty beans. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Bad news. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. So everyone out there in this great land we call America. USA number one. USA number one. Capitalism forever. <laughs> Labor market <laughs> is totally fine. Everything's fine. Just remember to aspire to be a pretty good bean. 
Yeah, oh. that's the goal of Middle America. Is just be a decent bean. Be a decent bean. Mm-hmm. Decent bean. Be a DB. Be DB. Oh, but like even in this movie, like they had shitty dreams. Yeah. Oh, like, the dream sequences are <laughs> fantastic. So good. They feel very nineties. Yep. Yeah. Like yeah. the way they're cut. Yep. But mm-hmm. they're also real good. Yeah, they are. I meant the jump to conclusions guy. Like his yeah. greatest dream was inventing oh, something dream. terrible. But then also he just that his whole scenario alone is hilarious yes. to me. That like he's just like so he get uh, he's somebody who works in the office. He gets let go, and then uh, he is going to kill himself. And his wife comes out. And that wife of his. That wife of his. He sees her, decides that he wants to live. And he backs out of his garage and he gets hit by a drunk driver. And so he's like got like a crazy back brace on and like casts everywhere and is in a wheelchair. And he is like the person in the story that like is the best off. Yeah. <laughs> like he has the happiest like, ending. Yeah, like everyone's like, God, he's so lucky. And then they cut to him and he's just like in a this like <laughs> he can't move or yeah. anything. And he's just yeah. like so happy. Um, and I love that so much. That's all we can hope for is to yeah. nailed big time by a drunk driver. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, it's like that. I mean, uh, well, this is going to be really depressing. But also oh, no. the way that, that this movie is secretly depressing, which is why I love Mike Judge. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, it's like that guy who was like trying to get like a sign that he saw that was loosening on a store to fall on him yeah. specifically so he could get a settlement from that store no yeah, yeah. this is a real thing yeah, yeah. he was like he's just like hanging out under the sign like, it was like walmart or something yeah. the a is loose in the photo you can see and he's just standing underneath it and he was standing underneath it because he's waiting for the a to fall and hit him oh man that is like such a metaphor man did it fall on him no, no, I'm sure they took that picture and then Walmart was like, please leave. <laughs> Wait, yeah. Well, uh, I wrote man. Gary Cole twice in our previous <laughs> like right Just his name? Yeah. Um, I mean, he's in it. I mean, he's, he's in, in it? it? And At he's least great. twice. Crushed, Crushed it. it. Oh, his character is like my favorite character of all time. It's so yeah. good. It's, yeah, it's he, like, he hits that perfect blend of like, Knowing that he has complete authority over whether you live or die, mm-hmm. but also, like, has like just the bare minimum. He puts the bare minimum effort into being pleasant. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. He um is a very good example of someone like his performance is so patient. Like yeah. he really takes his time with every single word yes. that he says, and it is so great. Her boss was so perfect. Played by Mike Judge. That was confirmed, so Mike Judge? Good. Yes. I didn't confirm it. <laughs> <laughs> I did confirm it. That's okay. confirmed it. On the uh, internet. I'm a millennial. So. So, uh, <laughs> I'm a man, so I just believed in my own confidence. <laughs> but yeah, that conversation was so perfect where he was just like... And like how I, I like it was just a word where like she would she asked him direct questions to clarify what he's saying, and he just doubled down on the vague, <laughs> yeah. bullshit, fake self empowering bullshit that had, like was the company line. Yeah. And I love and then I love how eventually just like if you want me to wear the same amount of flair as Brian, just make that the minimum <laughs> amount of flair, and that is like every office policy in the universe yeah. basically yeah it's just like please be honest yeah. yeah and there's zero chance of that happening oh it's just like 
hilarious and frustrating to watch at the same time. Yes. Yeah, this and also I've also been watching Silicon Valley, which is also by Mike Judge mm-hmm. in a similar setting, but now mm-hmm. people probably know this show. I don't have to explain it. <laughs> uh, but that and this movie both do a really good job of um, the world feels very full and like fleshed out. I think it's kind of what also what you were saying. Mom. Yeah. Like it's not really, the, it's funny. The movie's funny and the jokes are good, but it's like, the atmosphere that it creates and the whole world feels very true to life yes. and mapped out and the details are just there. We saw the square the square peg in the round hole. Yes. Like you yes. Said. Yeah. And then there yeah. were a couple other really funny background moments. Oh yeah. He lives at Morningwood like apartments <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. And there was one other one that the really whiteboard. The whiteboard. Oh yeah. yeah. There's a big whiteboard in the Bob's meeting that just says planning to plan. And then it's just like an insane amount of flowcharts. Yeah, like multiple flowcharts that then appeared to have some sort of just like see, like li- like lig- uh, logical chain that was a, presumably based on the flowcharts. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure adding value was somewhere in there. It was like on yeah. the bottom. Yeah. yeah. I think the arrows are pointing back up at the flowcharts. <laughs> Yeah, no. it's just really good. And really like, good. Um, I have a friend, if you ask what he does for a living, he says he adds value. Because <laughs> right? it's most efficient way of describing like what it is that you have to claim to do. Yeah. yeah. Even the environment, the limited environment that they existed in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, oh, we're going to go to lunch. So that means they're going to... Uh, Chachkis, right? Yes. And I was you wrong. know... Flingers is the... Restaurant next door, right? Which yeah. is then also next to a Chili's, and you know, and like even they didn't, they even though they never explicitly say it, you know, those three restaurants are like less than a block away from yeah. their office building. Yeah. Like they're all just in this little creepy, like strip. developed yeah. strip of land. Oh no, the word oh. value scan shows up. That's on that That's board. On value board. scan. <laughs> Which I don't know what that means. <laughs> no one does. But I love it. But it sounds like a thing you would hear in an office. Yeah, yeah. for sure it does. Ugh. Oh, can we talk about the cake scene? Yes. I know we're jumping around a yeah, little bit, but let's matter. face it. Uh, Blanding McHandsome is the least interesting part of this movie, although he does a wonderful job. Yeah. Um, the cake scene, I had totally forgotten that it was for uh, Lundberg, the yeah. boss. Gary Cole. Gary Cole. Mm-hmm. And so everyone is standing around singing like the dirge version of Happy Birthday. Oh, yes. And it's so like great. extra resentful and yeah. sad. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, if you find yourself in an office situation, just try to get everybody to sing Happy Birthday as quickly as possible. It will sound much less depressing. My MVP uh-huh. by far, a gem yes. I had not noticed before, was during the dirge singing among the people who are unhappy like lay Miz group uh there's this one dude i swear to god his name has got to be tim i don't know why i think that but he's just so happy and into it mm-hmm. and you're like that is future management yeah. material anytime gary cole was having like clearly having like the morning meeting <laughs> like where he'd gather them all around one cube randomly yeah which is so perfect right there uh, isn't actually a meeting space yeah. it's just like everyone just stand up and uncomfortably walk closer to me that guy would always just be like nodding along the entire time you was so, so great good. and hawaiian shirt day oh god and he the beautiful like little like subtle piece of that throwaway line was that he's talked about hawaiian shirt day with the exact same phrasing that he tells people what to do <laughs> Yeah. Like he's pretty much the same sentence of just like, so if you want, you know, if you could or if you wanted to, 
wear a Hawaiian shirt and jeans on Friday, which is basically like be a team player. Yeah. yeah. Wear a Hawaiian shirt and jeans next Friday. Oh, yeah. So Everything fun. comes after like a just like big like intakes of breath mm-hmm. and then like he exhales lines like Hawaiian shirts and jeans. Yeah. <laughs> no, just the deli- I was the deliveries of lines by all of the characters yeah. I was really digging like the like the specific way people were talking yeah. mm-hmm. was really doing it and like and then on top of that some really I wrote down a few really specific physicalities that I really like that like resonate with me every time and this time I wrote them down. Would you say they were clicking like cogs in a machine where if you were to layer all their sounds together you would have like this the the mechanical work just a moment like all that stuff you put it together. Oh sure. Yeah anyway I'm sorry you were going to say physicality. Yeah uh Blandy McCansa who mm-hmm. actually thought was good. Oh, he did such land. a nice job. Yeah. yeah. Um, like rubs his nose at one point after like coming out of the hypnosis. Like he does this like nose rub that I don't know just like, really hit me. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. When Lumber grabs the stapler off Milton's desk oh, and, and the just little does flip. Like, one yes. little flip. It's so oh. perfect. So perfect. And then Michael Bolton and Samir are freaking out at the barbecue over that white collar prisons <laughs> maybe aren't so easy. Yeah. And he just like spasms with his ice cream. Oh my god, that was <laughs> goes amazing. goes flying in the air and one like bounces off Samir's oh. head. I don't know, just like that, these, like, that one was out. probably way more planned out, but these, some of the other really <laughs> subtle physicality choices that the actors were making, I was yeah. like, everybody's like crushing it. Yeah. Yes. Well, or, like, or, like Mike Judge is directing the shit out of yeah. it. Or like all of that stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Or like uh, uh, Lundberg would like, he. there was one time and it was such a boss thing where he was talking to one of them and then he just like did a quick like tap on the cubicle <laughs> wall as he walked away. Yeah. yeah. And then oh then there was the other one of handsome faces eight bosses who would always just like slap him a little too hard on oh, the back. Oh yeah. I had not uh, <laughs> And then he gets him back later. Mm-hmm. Then he gets called back when he's like yeah. becomes awakened like to Like a Zen master. Or whatever. <laughs> he hits him on the back back. Yeah. Yep. That sort of uncomfortable amount of physical contact that people mm-hmm. dole out. Mm-hmm real man or uh i really liked i don't know how to i can't think of any particular thing i can specify but like i think it was peggy she was the one who said has a case the mondays at the beginning like her like she was really like that was really her only like her one scene of the movie but she was so good the whole time yeah just like the way she was interacting with them i'm just sort of this like condescending version of pleasantness yeah she um speaking of her in the cake scene we maybe had a Bechdel Wallace test pass. Oh, yes. Yeah. It was like barely audible. Yeah. I don't even know if it was audible at all. It was you more can, like a mouthed Bechdel. Yeah, so but both those characters were named. The two Nina and Peggy. I think maybe? so, yeah. Pam, yeah. something like that. Uh Pam's from the office. The yeah. TV show. Um she hands her a piece of cake and says, like, here you go. And then she says, Thank you. Like you can see yeah. her mouth say thank you, yeah. but it's more of a Lumberg is talking over her, right? Or someone's talking over yeah. her. She doesn't really direct it. She's sort of like moving her head away right. as she breathes out. But who else out. would it be, too? It yeah. just feels like it's a it's a thank you of desperation. But I still think it passes the <laughs> Every line points. in this movie is something of desperation. <laughs> I would argue it's a pass, but it's oh, like skin so, of your teeth. Yeah. Yeah. I would say because you can't hear what they're saying, it doesn't I could pass. Hear it. But the closed you can caption, hear it? I a heard bit. it. Yeah. I heard it. Okay. Yeah. All right. 
I mean, I still, like, you could barely hear it. I mean, so if two extras in a movie are talking in the back about something that's not a man. If they're named. Yeah, I guess. If they have a name. Extra one and extra two. Well, no, that's I think if you can, if you can know what they're saying. Mm -hmm. Well, no, 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 because then they could just say it with their eyes, like on Fast and Furious. That's not (laughs) a You don't necessarily know. Like, I, like, I feel like. We're all confident knowing exactly what the words are. Right. Mm-hmm. We just don't know if we can hear them or not. Right. Okay, so we'll have find a script and see if the words. Well, could have been improv. You. It could have been because they were just handing cake around. In well, that that's scene. not a legitimate art form, so it probably wasn't. In there. <laughs> Molly, you are an improviser. <laughs> all right, I think, right? Uh, I think you stated that. Uh, this is taking oh, a turn. Oh jeez. All right. Well, three on one. We bullied Beth into it. <laughs> she agrees with us now. What? Ah. That's how improv works. I still don't agree. Yeah. I'm no butting this situation. Oh. Oh. Speaking of butts. That's too inside. Um, Drew? The oh, Drew, Drew character? He doesn't talk about butts too much. Oh, I thought he, he talk sort about of was L? a butt. I mean, he was. He was kind of a butt. We can talk about Drew, fine. Oh. <laughs> what did you want to talk about? I wrote down that one of the lines would be, watch out for your... I wrote bunghole, but it's actually cornhole. Cornhole, yeah. cornhole. yep. This was maybe my... One problem with the movie. Yep, me too. Uh, there's a avenue of humor in it that is very much uh, homophobic. Yeah. yeah. And it's there's like eight or nine jokes down this road. Yeah. Um, and it's too bad. Mm-hmm. Yep. 1999. Yeah. I agree. The yeah. official term would be gay panic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is the official oh, yeah. term. Yeah. It's definitely gay panic. Whereas but... the other like jokes around. Vulnerable peoples. Yeah. Um, as we talked about with the be Rachel and sensitive are the joke is on the person being stupid, right? Yeah. Like when they mm-hmm. can't pronounce Samir's name, that's fine. Yeah. We've yeah. declared that humor is fine. But yeah, the like the amount of times the joke is like you're gonna get raped by a dude. Right. It's yeah. Like, well, yeah, it's a lot of like prison sex kind of jokes. Yeah. I would say almost all of them are, except for the weirdest one, which was right at the end, they are showing everybody who's in the movie, and then there are three people who get, like, they seem like maybe there were, like, improvised lines that didn't get used in the movie or something like that, and uh, they dropped the F word, the Mm -hmm. other F word, Mm -hmm. and, and I was like, oh, that was really unnecessary and not even part of the movie, and not funny. Like, I didn't really understand what that was used. Because it was 1999. Yeah. And a bunch of dudes made a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. that word was... It's unfortunate. Thrown around like... Hotcakes. Hotcakes. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, there's also use of the word pussy to indicate a lack of bravery. Right. Yeah. That's such a weird... I feel like that is so... Uh, especially for, like, this kind of movie and those kind of characters. Like, that is such a fine line because, like... On some level, like it, you can if you play it in the right tone, yeah. you're hitting that same aspect of like, look at these assholes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because like these are still a bunch of just like pathetic, like self-absorbed office drones. So it's like you could play it in such a way where like the joke is more that they just like have this ridiculous perception mm-hmm. of masculinity mm-hmm. or whatever. But that's like a whole different movie. I could write an essay about it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> It'll be on. Our you know what I'm saying though? Like. Like the way those characters, the the role, like those character types specifically, like you could play that in such a way where, like, the joke is they are terrible at be, like they have a yeah. terrible toxic concept of what being a man is. Yeah, and yeah. it wasn't played that way, no. but like you could do that with a little tweak. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Agreed, <laughs> Molly. 
We've all agreed. Oh, Molly I... has agreed as well. <laughs> uh, that's how it works. <laughs> we had one. Um, I don't want to cut you off. Did no, you it's fine. Okay. No, go ahead. Uh, Diedrich Bader is in this movie. Yep. Yes. Good job. Yay. I think he's really funny. Yeah. I didn't like him at all the first time I watched this movie. I think because his hair bothered me it's so much. It's to, right? It's really upsetting. It's the it's most really... mullet that there ever was. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got a daddy stash. Yeah, he does have a daddy yeah. stash. He's got a daddy, yeah. Daddy, did we just, yeah, just daddy stash. <laughs> I don't remember what it was. I think we were going to make a poll, and then we forgot. We did. No, we, no, we, we did. Poll. Yeah. What happened? Daddy Stash won. By oh. how many votes? Three or four. All right, <laughs> great. Five people voted. Majority. <laughs> a couple people voted for mustache long legs or whatever. They're they idiots. Okay. Alternative Daddy Mustache. Daddy Stash. He was sort of like the, I don't know, like the laborer's ideal. Mm. Like he was sort of presented. It's just like he's super chill all the time. He never seems to have any problems whatsoever. He seems comfortable in his own, like his own skin and his mm-hmm. own existence. Uh, yeah, and then Blandy McCanson face joins him in his line of work at the end, yeah. and seems in to be at peace. Mm-hmm. He's found peace mm-hmm. in the work life, right? Work life balance. Yeah, yeah. Great. They go fishing together. And they then, do. Oh, that's nice. He cleans a fish on his desk, which I had forgotten about and made me laugh really hard. That was really good. <laughs> that was really good. Uh, throws the guts on those TPS reports. I'll show you TPS reports. Can we talk about that montage of him being a Zen master but still going to work? Because I appreciated that it sort of was like, I don't know, like this is sort of what we were talking about before, just like the fact this movie is so authentic to like that sort of environment Mm -hmm. because it was kind of an incredible like wish fulfillment that you didn't realize was a wish fulfillment because it was like, it's not like he was ever mean to his bosses Mm-mm. or like talking back to them. He was just fucking around all the time. Yeah. yeah. And like as you, at least for me, like as you watch him, just like, oh yeah, that's what I would want to do at work. Like I really <laughs> wouldn't want to like tell my bosses off and just be an asshole. No. I just want to not give a shit and like just do like weird things to unsettle the balance. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because that's all he did, and that's what made it so funny. Like he didn't like, like he didn't prevent anyone else from doing their job if they didn't want to you know if they wanted to do their job he didn't like he didn't make his bosses uncomfortable in like an hr nightmare sort of way he just like subtly upset the balance of the machine yeah and it was so delightful where like then gary cole again crushing it where he just comes over after he's unscrewed his cubicle and just shoved it over (laughs) so he can have a window gary cole played it so perfectly where he was just perplexed like, he wasn't even <laughs> mad because he didn't know what he should be mad about yeah. exactly. And that character doesn't have the tool set to actually engage anybody. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like probably short-circuiting his brain a yeah. little bit. Yeah, there's that amazing moment where after he walks away from him because he's got a meeting with the Bobs, like, mm-hmm. he just keeps talking to him but louder <laughs> so that, like, the rest of the machine can acknowledge that he's, like, doing his part. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, my favorite part about that whole thing is that he is doing, he's doing whatever he wants and, and then is promoted. Yes, because like, he's a straight shooter. Yeah, like, he just, like, that's one of those things I think that it's way harder to get fired than it, like, than it really is. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, I like, think it, it is a real... Oh, I gotta do, like, they have, there's, like, a fear around getting fired, but really, like... People can do a lot of stuff and not get fired. Oh, it, can, it takes a... Oh, if you want to talk about this, it takes a long time to get fired. And then people who uh, have bosses think that 
HR is on the side of the company and people who are bosses think that HR is on the side or on the side of their bosses and mm-hmm. people who are the bosses think that HR is on the side of the employees. But the <laughs> truth is the HR is only on the side of the company mm-hmm. and HR is only on the side of drag shit out as long as humanly possible. And they actually rarely uh, are looking for a, a speedy resolution of any kind. But I feel like Take this that, human resources. Post, yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel like this post-Ron Livingston hypnotic state, to me, spoke to actually exactly how people get promoted. Because it is that sense of uh, calm and, and somewhat entitlement and confidence that actually goes, as long as you're liked, yeah. will take you anywhere you want to go. Yes. Any hint of anger will get you fired pretty much immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Anger is the one emotion that no corporation can tolerate because they don't know how to deal with it, right? Yep. But, yeah, I mean, I was just like, this is why... Like, I think about, like, as I worked my way up the corporate ladder, I got, I was very confused because I thought it was how hard I worked that mattered and what <laughs> I produced. And that was really wrong. And I actually wasn't doing a service to anyone who reported to me either because my job was actually to get along with people and not be working. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Like, that was actually, I would have done a better solid to the people who were in my group. But I didn't know that. It reminds me of this thing that I've heard of that now I'm wondering is, from this movie called The Peter Principle. Oh, where you get, yeah. Yeah, you get promoted to the point where you can't do the work anymore. Yeah, point uh, promoted to the point of incompetence. Right, that's, yes. yeah. Uh, like, I'm doing a good job, I get promoted, and you keep getting promoted until you're not doing a good job anymore. And then you get a couple more. And you're not, <laughs> you get a couple more. <laughs> but you're not doing a good job anymore because you don't know how to do it, but you're not going to yeah. get demoted ever. Mm-hmm. So all managers are dumb and useless. Oh, man. Suck it, management. <laughs> <laughs> My now favorite I'm wondering, is like, a... how old is this? Because this character's yeah. name is Peter Gibbons. Oh, uh-huh. interesting. Is this from this movie? It might oh, be. Oh, maybe. Tweet at us, oh, no, management I... heads. Oh, no, that comes from way... Is he named Peter I because of this? I think he might be this? named Peter because uh, of this. That's more oh, like subtle. a scenario. judge? Uh, the apostle? The, no. Wait, I what's, the, <laughs> what's the name of the guy in How to Succeed in Business Without Really Trying? Oh, I don't Is know. Is his name Peter? I don't know. Shit. Shit. Tweet at us. <laughs> yeah. Tweet at us. Who dat? Star of that specific stage show. Oh, oh man. Oh, no. <laughs> Y'all, I had a Marsh take salad hole. By the way, I need everyone to admit that there's a hole emoji. Yes. I showed it yes, to you. Yes, we had a great time. You showed us oh man hashtag when that peter star <laughs> there jesus better, better. oh so can i just tell you like along that peter principle idea my mm. friend got laid off from his job and then a week later they realized that it was his boss who had not who'd been the problem the whole time <laughs> and so they laid her off and then they called him and were like can, will you please come back? Oh my gosh! Wow. Did and, they give him his boss's job? Well, he didn't take it. Oh, yeah, yeah. but they were ready to. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just saying, like, you can hide a lot of stuff as a bad boss. Yeah, I you think the lesson here really well. for all you uh, job heads out there is don't try too hard. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. Don't try too hard in the right way, though. Ugh. It's a very specific way to not try too hard. Yeah. Don't care too much. What? Can I ask a question? No, is that? Why are corporations the way that they are? <laughs> Don't you feel like they're just like run? Oh, oh no, you guys, it's starting. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so we go on a whole rant. Totes Marxist. I, <laughs> I just feel like 
they're just run in a nonsense way. Like, like uh, wearing Hawaiian shirts on Fridays is going to make everybody feel good about the world and what they're doing. And, like, they know better. They're adults, people who are running that. Well, sure. But I think, actually, I see a lot of corporations very effective at making people feel, like, a part. Mm-hmm. And that's the ones that really succeed. And you mm-hmm. name most of the... Uh, most well-run corporations, people love their jobs and they love that culture and they love that they get the polo shirt with a logo on it or mm. whatever. Like, you just seek out those Not people. to drop any hands about which corporations we're talking about. Well, <laughs> Ralph Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what I'm talking about. And, like, and, and, and company, like, those little perks. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way that your life starts to get enmeshed with other people that I've seen plenty of situations where people get uh, leave or or laid off from um, a place where they had sort of formed their identity, like especially people who get hired like fresh out of school. Yeah. And it is like a real uh, trauma to not be part of that thing yeah. anymore. It's so interesting. Because yeah. like in my head, and maybe, see, this is something I was thinking about while we were watching the movie, because I saw this movie while I was in high school. Yeah. And so I, going into the work world, had that perspective already of, mm-hmm. like, oh, this is nonsense. Like, that is, like, <laughs> because to me, a polo shirt as a perk is insulting. Uh, like, yeah. just the idea of that, I'm like, that's not what I want. What mm-hmm. I want is, like, an extra day off or something to go spend time with my friends and family and be outside. Like, yeah. I'm working to make money so I can do those things. They'll do that, too. That's what's so great is suddenly you get, like, a bonus day that you weren't expecting. No, no. They'll do lots of stuff. They'll try lots of different things. I feel like I'm being tricked. You are. (laughs) You absolutely are being tricked. Yeah. You're a resource, and they just need to hold on to that resource. A human resource? Yeah. No, absolutely. It's, It's... but, I mean, you know, you also enjoy the perks, and after a while, you can't imagine living without them. Right. Yeah. that's That was one of the lines that I really liked. Is like, he's like, well, if I had a million dollars, I'd just do nothing. He's like, you can do that now, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got a cousin. He's broke. Don't do shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really good. I also really connected with the idea of doing nothing. Yeah. yeah. Me too. <laughs> and then also, when the, in that same conversation, uh, well, Michael Bolton is getting mad at the printer it's a fax machine i think it's unclear 100 it percent fax, fax machine, machine. It, it's printing something yeah it is, uh, it is yeah. printing but a fax, a fax that it, is... it could be printing a fax there was Why too much loading all that paper into it because there was too much i feel like there was too much uh paper feeding for it not to be a fax machine here's why i think it's for sure a fax machine now that i think about it there's a phone on it Mm-hmm. Is there a phone on it? Yeah. Okay, you got it. Great. Could be a combo, though. It could be. Was that I really don't think combos came out until the it's 2000s. It's innovation and technology. <laughs> Not in a corporate setting. In a tech? 1999? 1999, no way. Research triangle or some shit? They were not in a research triangle. We don't know that. There's Intertroad, in Inatech, and maybe a third Chili's. one. Yeah, Chili's. Yeah, Chili's. <laughs> one of the top research facilities in America. Yeah. Uh, Look anyway. at some of the things they've accomplished with food. <laughs> they have a Hawaiian t-shirt every day. P- yeah. oh, speaking of Chili's, if you're interested in sponsoring us, mm. why not? I have some good childhood memories of Chili's that I'm willing to talk about on Ooh. the podcast for sponsorship. Totes oh. Restaurant Recall. Yep. Yep. I liked incorporation of a chili pepper into their logo Great. as an yeah. apostrophe. Yep. Yeah. That's Excellent just a choice. taste fresh. of the positive things we'll say about I you. I like how there are... Too much, too much, too much. <laughs> <laughs> Just got to tease them. You got to tease them. 
They're never going to buy that cow. Uh, but in that scene where they're talking about a million dollars and he's at the printer fax combo yeah, yeah. machine, yeah. scanner, all-in-one. It's a fax machine. Um, the machine that paper comes in and out The of. paper machine. Yep. Mike Bolton reflects on how that question is bullshit because no one would clean up shit. Yeah. No one would be a janitor. Yeah. And I also was like, yeah, that question is dumb. I remember like getting asked a similar question of like, if you, money wasn't an option, what would you do? I'd be like, just fucking sit around. Like, you can't. It's not a good way to get people aimed at a job that they just won't hate. Right. Which is kind of the goal. Yeah. Like it's yeah. too... I have often reflected on the lie that was fed to me and the rest of my generation about, uh, uh, one, if you dream, you can achieve. Yep. And two, find something you love and you'll be happy the rest of your life. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not work. Right. That's not work. <laughs> work is you go, you find something that doesn't make you want to kill yourself yeah. in the garage yep. and then do that yep. and then find some other shit yeah. or the onion headline that I never stopped thinking about <laughs> of find something you love and do it on nights and weekends for the rest of your yeah, life yeah exactly another the onion headline that I always think of is that like what we were just talking about with corporate culture was uh, it was some I can't remember the exact wording but it was something like worker revolt uh, tamped down by free pizza. Just <laughs> <laughs> the Hawaiian shirt and jeans. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's so yeah, those little like fake bonuses. Yeah, but I also uh, resonated a lot with near the end of the movie when Blandy McCann's face thinks he's screwed and he's going to go to jail. By the way, we should have mentioned they're embezzling money from the company. Did we ever actually mention that? Everybody's no. seen this movie. All right, maybe I mean, some of them had not seen it since college. Maybe there's some young. Millennial listeners yeah. out there. <laughs> Don't look at me. <laughs> We're just getting to I'm the age. I'm a 35 year old woman. <laughs> yeah. No, she's everyone not. knows that about Beth. Yeah, everyone knows. She talks about it every episode. Hey, <laughs> <Oy>, my back. <laughs> We were just talking about mysterious joint pain before recording started, and we all connected with it. Everyone. But there might be some young, healthy-bodied individuals out yeah. there who have, like, are not yet at the age to have watched this movie yeah. right now. Okay. They're too busy we checking their, their Instagrams yeah. and their Periscope feeds. Right. And well, it's they're... probably just got up on Snapchat. Right. Instant yeah. feed, so they watch it there. Right, and they are too busy coming up with their million-dollar jump into conclusions, Matt, that they're going to sell on... Twitter sphere and make a million dollars and never have to work, Dad. Yeah. 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 Not like you selling out to the man. Working for a big tobacco. Or what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. Anyway, uh, I did also resonate though with that. Uh, yeah. So when he's like thinks he's screwed and he's going to jail, uh, where he says that thing where he's just like. Why can't I just go to work and be happy? Like, like I mean, it wasn't those exact yeah. words, but it was something yeah. along those like, why can't I just have a job and just be happy with it? Mm-hmm. Like I, everybody else. Like everybody like else. Normal yep. people, yeah. yeah. I felt the same way. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's a very American sentiment. Yeah. yeah. But then she says, most people don't like their jobs. Yes. The that thesis was... of this movie. Yes, pretty much. Everyone hates their jobs and it's fine. I believe that, didn't you have a bet that there would be truth bombs in this movie? Mm-hmm. I don't know there if it was were, a bet, but I said it. There were several truth bombs in this movie. Yeah. And that was one of them. Mm-hmm. The, the 
tragedy of people not liking their jobs to me is it's so rarely related to the job itself. Mm. Yes. Oh, yeah. Like the amount of energy you spend on the job is a breeze, usually. Yes. It's all of those interpersonal dynamics that are exhausting. Yeah. Yeah? I guess that's what I meant by earlier when I said, why are corporations the way that they are? Because I feel like it's set up that way. Mm -hmm. Set up to have all these like horrible relationships where really it's like, if you just let people like, I don't know, I guess some people wouldn't, wouldn't get stuff done then, or I don't know what the deal is, but. Yeah. It seems like the hierarchy is all about having a structure where you can visualize yourself moving up, right? Mm -hmm. So you have this incentive and a very clear path. And some corporations is incredibly clear how you have to get from one place to the next, right? So you set that up. But I think you also set up this weirdo uh, power dynamic. I've given a lot of thought to this, you guys. I've given like many waking hours trying to figure this out. But I think it's the power dynamic that is so creepy and so ill-used by many otherwise good people. And part of it is that nobody really teaches you how to become a manager of another person, Mm -hmm. right? And the dynamic that people pick, the best one they can think of is like that parenting dynamic, Mm -hmm. which is super gross Mm -hmm. with another adult. It's not very honest. And then you're also inhibited by the inability to show anger or be direct or to even really be honest in, in most cases. And, and you kind of actually need that veneer of, of falseness to sort of insulate you from the pain of interacting with people in this super weird way every single day. Like, if people came in and were as honest as I can be with my friends, I would yeah. be like, I need you to tone it down because I am just dealing. Like, I'm doggy paddling through this day, which is so weird, right? Yeah. Uh, and just the last thing I'll say, uh, I think it's especially hard when somebody goes from being a peer to a manager. Right? Like, a kitten is super cute. You love a kitten. Mm -hmm. But if a kitten is suddenly 12 feet tall, it does not feel like the same kitten it did yesterday. Right? Mm -hmm. It's really threatening and scary. And that's exactly what happens when somebody gets promoted from being a peer to your boss. All of a sudden, they have power over you in a way that before they didn't. And even if they never exercise that power or have no intention to, they're still going to make jokes in meetings that you have to listen to and pretend to laugh at, you know? And they're still going to, they have this ability to stop you from getting as much money as the guy in the in the cube next to you just because. It's yeah. so messed up. Well, so, yeah, that's yeah. to your theory. But I don't know why, but that's what I've come up with. Hmm. Yeah. That joke thing, I also was thinking about you guys. I'm gonna. Go, this is gonna go <laughs> too far. <laughs> but like, as somebody who is not, uh, there's like a different. Okay, so if you're if you're the person who's like underneath the management, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have to laugh at that joke, but there is something in your brain where you're like, oh, I have to laugh at this joke. Yeah. Because I don't think that the management necessarily is like, oh, you have to laugh at my jokes. No. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's just something. It's like this thing that the system has like social contract it's so weird you want to be a team player exactly but i i just don't think that that's like if those two people met in any other circumstance how they would ever interact with each other well maybe they'd be totally normal right yeah and could probably get a task done faster and in a better more cooperative way yeah well and then the manager is trying to like say a joke to lighten things up and to not be like that guy right and you don't think about it as a power play but there's almost nothing you can do as a manager that's not a power play. Mm-hmm. 
And, and so it's like this constant assault and it starts, you know, it just sort of starts from the top and just rolls right downhill. And the best you can hope for is a manager who won't let you take a angry phone call that they can take, right? So if they stop that path before it gets to you. And the best thing you can do as an employee is prevent your boss from being surprised, right? Like yep. that's it. And then you just all doggy paddle through this insane world. Yeah. Doggy paddle is, I feel, too gentle of a but yes. We're like slowly drowning. Uh, I know I would say more like uh, claw your way through like a sea of quicksand while there's also like sand sharks swimming around you that uh, hunger for your flesh. Uh, but also there's just like a, some, I don't know, there's also some like, like, elite class who have like floating vehicles that can just go over the quicksand <laughs> and are just giving you not encouragement but advice on how to get through the quicksand <laughs> but you also have to turn a prop yeah. i agree with all of that yeah the proletariat should rise up yeah this is uh, this has been tote socialism <laughs> We need to control the means of production. Yeah. But I do want to point out that this is the second time Molly has put restrictions on what is okay for a cat to be. <laughs> a kitten was good, but then a large cat was bad. Uh-huh. And heads will remember in Enter the Dragon, the kitten was mean and maybe she wasn't going to like it. I just yeah. put it out there. Yeah. Yes, all cats are cute. The printer smashing scene happened. And Fax it was machine. Paper feeding or spelling machine. Well, I don't care what you he wrote. He wrote printer, though. I'm just reading what's written on the page mm. that I wrote. Uh, <laughs> Vax machine smashing scene happened. It was not to... No, that song is earlier. That yes. one's in the Zen Montage. Living the Life yep. mm-hmm. um, song. Damn, it feels good to be gangster. Another yeah. hip-hop song was played in that scene. Yes. Ice Cube? I think so, yeah. I believe the subtitle said it was Ice Cube. I was going to pretend like I knew it. I but think thanks for outing that us. they used to play uh, Office Space a lot on Comedy Central. Oh, and yeah. they would do promos, and it was that scene and that song. Oh, sure. Which is why I think that oh, those sure. two things are linked in my head. Yep. Yeah. But that scene is great. Yep. Mm-hmm. What a beautiful and funny expression of rage. Yep. <laughs> and all of corporate culture. Yeah. I love... Mike Bolton's relationship with that um, fax machine or printer or whatever me it too. is. Um, the line, the line that I always gets me every time I watch this is something like, "Let's do this. Let's do just this." He's <laughs> like, you can feel that it's just building in his voice. Yeah, let's do it. Come on, let's fucking do right this. And he like flips the tray out, and then people notice that like something has happened, and he has to cool it down. Oh, PC load letter. Yeah. That oh, is so uh, that is a very real thing. Uh, that Michael Bolton's relationship with the printer slash fax slash paper feeding machine is like half of my workday, except for the piece of software. <laughs> <sighs> oh, no. Yeah. no. Great scene. And then they get, that's when they're celebrating that they've ripped off the company before yes. it yep. all goes to shit. Yeah. Uh, and then it cuts to them getting, they're like, Hammered, yeah, mm-hmm. dancing. Oh, the dance scene is so good. And Samir like has some sweet moves. Yes. Yeah, really uh, good. And then you just see Blandy McHandsome and Mike Bolton in the background, like, 
<laughs> like the best white oh, it's amazing. move I've ever seen yeah, in my life. Like so perfect, just like, just like up drunk and down. white guy. Yeah. Well, they're like business shirts. Yep. Slow motion oh, and yeah. and Blandy, like yeah, like Blandy McHandsome's, uh, like suit pants are just like the perfect fit to just accentuate the comedic value of like the one move he's doing. Because yeah. like they're just billowy enough where they kind of like shift a little bit. <laughs> Yeah. So good. It's so good. So good. It's so good. <laughs> um, we should talk about Drew. Yeah. Which one was Drew? He's, He's the O face guy. Oh yeah. Bone roller coaster. But, the butt. But yes. Yeah, he was great. He was very well cast. He just pops in, talks about how he's gonna take the chick from like accounting. Yeah, or, or somewhere. logistics or analyst logistics. analytics logistics. or something like that. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, this movie does uh specific vagueness really yep. well too yep mm-hmm. like in in some other movie you you'd think the chick from logistic is like you know put some effort into that but it's like so real so good at being this is company yep and yeah. we have terms yep and they're all terms anyway yeah. uh but he shows up and talks about how he's gonna bang someone i don't know like that actor's just killing it is like douchey bro yeah. who comes around your cube and you're like not friends with but you know him but he overshares yes. and he's way more comfortable with you than you are with anybody in yes. your life yes yes let alone your business exactly so perfect yeah there is something uh yeah there i mean in this movie and in life there is something like at least for me there's something so magical about someone like when it's your when it's someone who's a higher up than you it's just uncomfortable but like someone who's like at the exact same level of you in a company who just is like just slightly lacking in tact <laughs> it's just magic because like you sometimes are just like watching them and just watching other people react to them and it's such a beautiful just like i don't know it's just like a beautiful moment in an otherwise mundane day yeah you know what i mean Cause it's not like you're. It's not like it's not causing any actual problems. Mm-hmm. It's not even affecting you directly. But you're also just you're someone who almost just want to be like, thank you for letting me see that. <laughs> like, thank you for letting me see that moment. And I was just thinking about how tight my friendships are that formed during in that corporate culture. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm still best friends with those people, and I feel like we've gone through something together. If that makes sense. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was always this really interesting thing because then you sort of see their corporate version and you know the real person underneath it. And it's almost like that alone is so helpful. It's mm-hmm. like a little, shall we say, um, uh, lifesaver around you when you're in the quicksand uh-huh. and being driven over by the advice givers. Yeah. <laughs> but it also, I feel like to just pop that lifesaver... Oh, no. A little bit. Uh, I feel like it can also be very heartbreaking sometimes. Like, if you get to know someone well enough where you, like, see them outside of work, and then you watch them in that culture, oh. and you just realize, like, how much like how much of their personality they just have to, like, aggressively Squash. damp oh, yeah. down for eight hours, at least eight hours a day. Yep. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's so true. Oof, it's rough. It's rough stuff. I Man, think I'm so sorry. I did not expect this podcast to be so depressing. I did. Are you kidding me? We're all adults. We're all adults. We're who... all at least 35 years old. Yeah, we're all at least 35 years old. We all acquire income through the standard route in this country. Yeah. 
Uh, I figured it was going to be depressing as shit. Actually, I think we're doing better than I expected. <laughs> honestly. Uh, this has one of my uh, longtime totes heads will remember how thrilled I am in JP1 by, I know this, this is Unix. Scene, oh, yeah. Which then I was, someone pointed out, actually, that is a real uh, graphic interface that's well, on. It never Unix. took off, though. Yeah. So it's fine. But. Yeah. This movie also has one of my favorite movie. Yeah, nerd, shut up. (laughs) Has one of my favorite uh, movie technologies Mm -hmm. where uh, they're like uploading viruses, all that stuff's great. But he's trying to get out the door early on Friday. Oh, so perfect. Have to get pulled in. Um, And that scene's great because so many (laughs) generic, again, beautiful vagueness, like generic operations are happening on the computer, like index being rebuilded, backing up volume. Um, And then he clearly is quitting a. Macintosh application <laughs> and then it goes to a DOS prompt. <laughs> and I could be wrong here, but DOS is a Windows machine. Mm. So are they running a Mac Nerd. interface on DOS? Are you saying that the entire cube farm is Hackintosh computers? I mean, maybe, maybe. boot camp was installed. In 99? I don't think that was around. Was I it? mean, I think it might have been. Come uh, at me, tech heads. Hashtag yeah. why dad DOS prompt. I started my corporate life in 98. Yeah. So... Are you saying you ex- had this experience? Wait, so is it I had a Mac. camp on Mac? It's on Mac for... To, to run Windows. PC. Yeah, run but Windows. But they're quitting Mac and ending up at... The DOS Microsoft. Microsoft. Oh, whatever. Nailed you. <laughs> Maybe that was for fun. Maybe that was Maybe a that humor was just, joke. It, it could be. For people be like joke. you who are just like, well, that's uh, not how it should <laughs> If Mike Judge, in fact, did work, used to work in that sort of industry, like maybe that was a little in joke for people like him. Just like, this is going to piss some nerds off. <laughs> I hope it was. I could see him doing that. Yeah, I could yeah. see Mike Judge wanting to piss off nerds. Maybe yeah. he was like trying to reach out to everybody instead of just like, just Mac users. Just sure. That's the people. That like, was nice. Oh, yeah, that. that's a screen I recognize. Oh, sure. Now I can see myself in this everyman Blandy mm. McCann. Right. Space. Yeah, that's true. It's mm-hmm. like now I can relate to having a computer at work. Yeah. <laughs> I had one of those. Uh, another specific moment of this, and I this movie came out the same year as The Matrix. Oh. Wow. Right? Wow. Same technology. Yeah, I did, 99. That's insane. Exact um, same technology. And. They have the same scene yeah. where he st- yeah. stands up, looks over the cube landscape, sees <laughs> the antagonist, orchestra beat, head drops down. Yeah. Right? yeah. And I, I don't know why they have the same scene. Did, is one parodying the other? But there's the same year, so I feel like... I bet it's just like... That's what was going on in 1999. Yep. Everybody was like poking their round, heads off, groundhogging <laughs> in their cubicles. Oh, groundhogging! Yeah, prairie really dogging. That's what we called it. Oh. Same thing. I've literally never heard either of those. So it's just when oh, you right. pop up when you, you pop. use the right animal. But oh, it's the same idea though. Yeah, it's the same idea. <laughs> yeah. Meerkatten. Oh. Nope. Why not? Why not? <laughs> no. Why not? I liked that. That go to the zoo. Classic go animal. to the zoo. <laughs> Look at the meerkat exhibit. Looks around. That's what they do. <laughs> How dare you? Good lord. <laughs> because just because meerkat's an African animal. Oh, yeah. I oh, see then. what it is. There we yeah. go. America number one. Maga, maga, maga. Oh, boy. Jennifer Aniston as the ideal woman mm-hmm. um, came through in a, in a lot of really great ways. I was fascinated by her. Uh, there's a scene where she's 
um, kind of gently prodding at this idea that uh, Blandy McHandsome didn't steal. Like mm-hmm. she's basically uh, uh, deconstructing yeah. <laughs> that idea. And the whole time she's holding this giant like big gulp, oh, like yeah. a Pepsi big yeah. gulp. Yeah, it's really good. And it's such an interesting like casual little nod to what a cool girl. Yeah. <laughs> she's just so cool. Drinking a big soda. Just drinking a big soda and not a care in the world. She doesn't mind if you just stop at 7-Eleven and get it, grab a big gulp. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't drinking a big gulp. No, nope, yeah. just her. She was like, "Can you stop at 7-Eleven? I want to get a big gulp." Yeah, yeah. But you know how she was super cool. Mm. She had that sweet denim bucket hat. Oh, <laughs> yes. yeah, it's like the most '90s fashion <laughs> choice I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. It was yeah. really good. Yeah. I, uh, as predicted by myself, yep. <laughs> I very much appreciated her. Yeah, yeah. and kind of. Uh, a, a, I think a pretty subtle performance. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. agreed. Like a like a good solid character without falling into any of the crappy rom com traps. Like that, literally falling. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. That this kind of character could have at any time. And I always really appreciate the part in the car when they're on their way back from the BBQ. Uh-huh. Um, when there's also the great light about you know who else. Uh, that piece of flair. Oh, yeah. The, the juice where it was the Nazis. Such a great line. Because uh, he's just showing that he's such a shit. Um, <laughs> but she gets, like, um, understandably and convincingly uh, irritated with him, and rightly so, of, like, you have no uh, right to say who I had sex with before a relationship. And it's yeah. such, like, a... It, it's such real dialogue from a real person. Yeah. I don't know. It was it's great. great. And she delivers it. Acting. It acting. seems like she's real. Yeah. Oh, oh she's yeah. not. The magic yes. of theater. <laughs> and it was not the good wife I was thinking of. It's the good girl. Okay. Oh. Where she leaves her husband. Oh. No. Yes. Then what? I think she finds herself. Okay. Well, <laughs> sounds like a movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, she's great. Yeah, yeah, she was really she good. She really, I loved her in this movie. Good job, Jenny Ann. Yeah. Yes. I wish you the best. You know, Justin Theroux kind of looks like Blandy McHandsome face. I was oh, thinking about that. a little what? bit. Right? Was that well, her man? Friend? That's her man. That's yeah, they're married. Oh, yeah, yeah. Congratulations, star of the leftovers. Mm-hmm. What I have to say, and they, they, yes. Mm-hmm. He is. I mean, quite are we going to start talking yeah. about another TV show? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we need TV shows to go in alongside the American <laughs> Office after the British Office. Oh, right. Okay, so we do. We do uh, uh, first season of American Office, British Office, a chunk of the second season of American Office, British Office, yeah. like another episode of the American Office, Office Christmas special, and then the leftovers. Yeah, yeah, all right. Leftovers. But only the scenes where you see Justin Theroux's butt. You guys, how many scenes are those? A lot. Oh. <laughs> no butts in this movie. No, no all. butts. Not a single butt. I was also thinking, uh, Blandy McHenson's face was like halfway between Paul Rudd. And oh. um, boring dude from Romeo and Juliet, who was also in Bring It On. Oh yeah. Oh Jesse uh, Radford. Yeah. Wow, they what like would this movie be like with Paul Rudd? I'll redo this movie with Paul Rudd. Why? I feel like he's maybe too plastic. Um, no. No, I don't mean like uh, in a he's static not, way. I mean he's not, too charming. Yeah. Almost. yeah. Oh. He's not like every man enough. Yep. Yeah. Oh. I agree. Yeah. 
not he's not blandy enough. Yeah, uh, I would see this movie with Keanu Reeves <laughs> as blandy. Yes, God. that would be a very different film. But I would see almost any movie with Keanu Reeves. Why can't I just work at my job and be happy like everybody else? He's already got that meerkat. Yes. <laughs> he's nailing the meerkat. Yeah. He knows that he's got experience. Yep. Yeah. I mean, they probably asked him, but he was like, oh, I got this other movie. Yeah. Yes. It's probably going to just be a total bomb. But <laughs> whatever. There is this really, ooh, what if he was like, there's this one scene I really like where I'm meerkatting up out of a cubicle and I see my my enemy. Yeah. And then I jump back down and Mike Judge is like, oh, really? Can you describe that a little more? <laughs> he was angry when he saw the matrix in theaters he was like oh man that's my scene keanu reeves or my no, judge my judge wait which one are we saying stole it from who no. i was saying my judge stole it from the matrix keanu reeves describing the matrix <laughs> no i got your bit i was just thinking about like oh in real life which movie came out life, first well they both came out in 99 but we don't know but I mean, either we way if you were my out. judge there's a way to know but <laughs> yeah also, Everybody here is over 35, so we don't know how yeah. to find that. Exactly. What if Mike Judge and the Wachowskis were, like, hanging out, and Mike Judge saw the storyboards that the Wachowskis supposedly <laughs> drew out to sell The Matrix to Warner Brothers, uh-huh. and that specific page was right on top on the coffee table, and he's like, hmm, an office I, scene. I was having trouble thinking about what to make a movie about. Now I'm going to do it about an author. Oh, you think that inspired the whole movie? The whole oh, thing. that's yeah. awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Maybe it was like one of those writing parties yes. that produced uh, Frankenstein and <laughs> oh, Vampire. Right. You, you, you guys know about these? Have you heard about this? Yeah, what? Dracula. No. Oh. Frankenstein, though, yeah? Yeah. What? There's the origin of Mary Shelley's Frankenstein is yep. that her. Great book. Uh, I think her Check husband, <laughs> Lord Byron. Yep. Mm hmm. Maybe someone else. We're like having a fancy party, and they were like, "What if we all wrote stories?" A scary story. A scary story, oh. and then they did, and hers was the best. Hers was great. So I'm imagining it's the same thing because women have to work twice as hard. Right. Anyway, the Wachowskis and Mike Judge were at a party, yes. and they were like, "What if we do a movie yeah. where someone meerkats above the cubicle walls?" Oh, that was the prompt for both movies. Yes, that's amazing. Went off, I love it and so they much. Made Office Space and The Matrix. Yes, yes. two of honestly, two of my favorite movies of all time. Successful movies created from that prompt. I'm willing to say. My two favorite movies from 1999. Nice. Whoa. And I can't name another movie <laughs> confidently from that year. Perfect. I probably like some other 99 movies. Yeah, maybe. Aww. Before, are we anything else on Office? I don't know, man. Like, I've been, now I'm thinking about like just corporate culture and our entire oh, no. society too much. Well, let's wrap it up with some good news then. <laughs> uh, yeah. Before we get to how we really felt about the movie, <laughs> uh, we like to read a review of our podcast on apple Podcasts. what oh, what's that branding i don't know i think you have to call it that now instead of itunes i don't know okay um maybe sponsor us apple Podcasts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah or at least tweet our tweet our name out make us featured or whatever they'll listen to this right yeah, yeah they listen to all of them, all right? of them. Yeah. yeah some <laughs> interns gotta listen to it right yeah steve jobs has gone into the He's a ghost in the shell now. And yes, and he just listens to all the podcasts. podcasts. Oh, what and a then like are. sends a weird little message to what's his name. It's just like, oh, I really like this one about the movies. <laughs> yep. So do that. Um, I we have like no to idea what Steve Jobs sounds like. Thank you. 
Cook. Tim Cook. A review in the impression oh. of a character from the movie we just oh, watched. Oh, right? man. I would propose Lumberg. Yeah, yes. Lumberg. I would also propose, I would also Lumberg. propose How that. do we get that one? That's a... Uh... I'm happy to do it, but you look like you're gearing up, Molly. I just can't... can't get me started. How does Lumberg go again? Yeah. yeah. Hi. Hi. Um, I'm gonna... Happening. What's happening? Good stuff. <laughs> I know Dan from high school. He is cool. <laughs> I'm not even doing this. Uh, <laughs> I feel like you're, you're, getting the, you're getting like the essence. Yeah. I feel like you're hitting the, the pretend, center. Pretend that like I am one of your employees. Oh, and you're like, excellent. Yeah. Trying to like give me notes. Okay, on. great. Um, I uh, I don't know about the other Dan, um, but he seems cool too. <laughs> Molly and Beth also seem cool. <laughs> I only mention them a second because I know one Dan and had to explain the lack of relationship to the other. <laughs> the linear nature of our language prevented me from mentioning all of us first. Someone <laughs> should give podcast money so uh, they could buy some more salad. That'd be great. <laughs> That's terrible. No, that was, that was great. That uh, was like, you nailed it. Really did. Damn, it really took I, a lot out of you my You know what? The, pod- or the listeners can't really tell, but I felt it. <laughs> I felt like I was like, oh my god, I messed up at work and I'm being reprimanded. Yeah, the like bare minimum amount of eye contact that yeah. Molly was flashing towards Beth yeah. was spectacular. That was exquisite. I guess if it were really like Office Space, we would all we do like eight more. Yeah, eight yeah that's bosses, true. Right? Oh, just that. Okay, series of phone calls. Oh, he like he doesn't come in. Yeah, he doesn't come into work, and so uh, Lumber, oh, yeah. Lumber just like calls him and leaves messages, and everyone is like. Yeah, um, I, like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I could have, uh, yeah. The best is like the third or fourth one. He's like, oh, I stepped away from my desk for a minute, like implying that he just assumed maybe he'd called in those like two minutes he was gone, which is so all like painfully real for corporate culture. They need slack. Oh, mm, no. That's the worst. Sponsor of slack. <laughs> we reach people over 35. <laughs> a very hard to reach demographic. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Great. <laughs> Dan, you gave it uh, three. Yep. Because you, um, I'd only seen it one time and we're worried that comedy wouldn't hold up. Yeah. Uh, the comedy did hold up. I found it very funny. Uh, I thought people did a lot of characters acting well. (laughs) But it also made me think really hard about work and corporate culture in general. So that's a knock against it. So (laughs) I'm going to say, well, no, but I also really like how Mike Judge is like actually willing to be authentic and drop some truth bombs about the horrors of our society. So I guess I will bump it right back up. Four and a half salad holes. All right. That's right. Salad holes was our grading scale. Uh, Beth, you gave it uh, five. Yes. I'm going to stay with five salad holes. Great. I really enjoy this movie. I think it's super funny. (laughs) And I, I like how the story is told. It's like all, like we were talking about, in one location kind of, and it just floats around and everything is horrible in every single location, and it's great. I also gave it five. 
I will stay there. Great movie, great times. <laughs> Good old days. <laughs> Sponsor us. One oh two point seven. Uh, yeah, just I don't know. Everybody knocked it out of the park, mm-hmm. acting yeah. wise. Uh, the yeah, the story's well crafted. I don't know. It's a great movie. I love it. Yeah, Molly, you gave it four. But before you get to that, yeah, I have late breaking news that the last the review you read was cut off. So there's <gasps> another chunk. Oh, I want someone else to do that chunk. Okay, it's almost yeah. like you forgot to put the cover page on <laughs> your... your review report. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Well, I can do it since I'm already yeah. looking at it. Yeah, sure. I mean that's just efficient. Uh, we ended with and all we care about is efficiency. Yeah. Are, are you gonna do uh, Lombard or are you gonna do um, Milton? Milton. Oh, Milton, I could be it, or, or, yeah. Or you can do whatever and, and, you uh, want, who cares? <laughs> yeah, we'll mix it up. She's Dracula, should get more airtime? Should speak to other named Dracula's about non-relationship issues? This is the greatest podcast ever that has a borderline title copyright. Fishman? Starring... Former governor in a movie they did before they were governor. Filthy office. <laughs> thank you, El Jefe, nickname taken. Oh, nickname thank already you. taken from USA. Yay, thank you. From USA. Yay. Number one. That's how we got to the top because everybody works <laughs> in the machine and floats along the quicksand oh, sea. Decent beans. <laughs> Molly, you gave it four. You would worry that uh, too many viewings would yeah. ruin the pudding. Yep. <laughs> you know that old saying. And I was distracted while you were giving it in the first half because my favorite podcasting pen, the one that allows me to shine a light, had died, and I was showing Beth. So I ignored most of what you said. Oh, wow. But I thought maybe you said Dan would bum you out. I think I said that. Okay. Yeah. I suggested that my lack of enthusiasm would feed into her original enthusiasm, oh, like yeah. how I ruined Bring It On for her. Yes. That's true. Yeah. That's so, fair. Um, can you quickly describe why your pen and why it's such a bummer? Oh, yeah. sure. Uh, true Toad's Heads will remember, because I think we've talked about it. <laughs> I don't remember. I, yeah, I don't know that we've talked about it on the podcast. Okay. Uh, I have one pen that I've used for notes for all of the episodes. Wow. And it is a pen from an electric company that I won't market, because... Who cares? Who cares? Yep. <laughs> um, but it does have a light on the end of it. and In, in like a flashlight. Yeah. A flashlight yeah. mm-hmm. that you can turn on and off. Mm-hmm. And when it was given to me, the electrician said I could use it to shine a light uh-huh. on, I don't remember, on my next service maybe. Sure. And he turned the light on to display the pen could do it, and I think pointed it at his business card. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was pretty stellar. It was great. Whoa. So now I have taped another pen to that pen so that I will always be able to Try shine to a, a light yeah. on... <laughs> Post this on our Instagram page. Oh, we have Instagram. 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 Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Tumblr. Tumblr. And YouTube now. And YouTube. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Seriously, any social media you can find us. Except Snapchat. Or Friendster. Yeah. Or MySpace. MySpace. <laughs> uh, so, uh, I would like to give this movie... 
five Whoa. square pegs in five salad holes. You, <laughs> I am tugging my collar. <laughs> I really was. Uh, yeah, I just, I really, I was so delighted and surprised that there was still more to find in this movie, and it rang even more true. The Bob scene, as much as I've enjoyed it in the past, this time just absolutely slayed me. Uh, it is it is just perfectly, perfectly executed. Um, and, and aside from some of the problematic things that we already talked about that were a symptom of 1999, yeah. um, I feel like even though it's almost 20 years old, uh, it so encapsulates uh, a goodly portion of my career. Yeah, I was thinking about uh how good stories tell universal truths oh like love friendship war i don't know that shit yeah <laughs> blah. blah 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 but this one does too yes but it's universal truth is like your job sucks yeah. <laughs> but i don't know like, yeah i was like oh shit it's like this I don't know. For some it it occurs to me that it's like a high piece of art in that way that it's telling this big wild truth, but the truth is like work sucks. Yeah. Which yeah. feels so mundane. Yeah. But that's why it still works almost 20 years later, I think. Yep. Yeah. Uh and I've had jobs that I've enjoyed more than others for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just want to put out that little bit of bright. I would like to shine a light oh. on the potential to find a job that's not terrible. Yeah. And probably it involves reduced contact with a boss figure mm-hmm. and no one reporting to you. Yeah. I will put that out you there. You don't want to put as many as four people <laughs> right you. under your <laughs> His John four people Cena, you below like... you hand motions? Oh, God. It's incredible. They're, yeah, the physicality of the Bobs. It's amazing. Just... And I think they have manicures. Like everything. And they're they're weirdly tan. So oh, deliberate. So yeah. Good. Like every element of their appearance is it's so deliberate yep. oh it's incredible i really thank you thank you mike judge love this movie great and now i'll put the music <laughs> perfect totes recall is hosted by molly chase beth gibbs dan jaquette and dan linden Produced by Beth Gibbs. New episodes of Totes Recall drop on the 15th of every month. For more information and bonus content, visit us at totesrecall.com. Thank you so much for listening.